welcome back to the Games I Guess podcast. This is Games I Guess, episode 21 for Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. My name is Casey Tig. Um, joined, uh, let's do Josh first, since he's right there on the screen. Voice oh. actor, good friend of mine. Josh. Look at me, VIP access because of the webcam. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to hear a dad joke? Take notes, Ian. Do you, you want to hear yeah, a dad joke? Go, go for it. All right. What do you call a chicken looking looking at a pile of lettuce? A chicken Caesar salad. Oh my god! Wow. Chicken wow. Caesar salad. I learned that one over the past week. That's a good one. Yeah. Wow. I enjoyed uh, that one a lot. Oh, that good. wonderful voice you hear, not pictured as you can see. We're working on it. Uh, just whittling them down, bullying. Ian McCammon, game dev, good friend. Uh, welcome back, sir. I was talking to Josh while you were testing oh, yeah? about like, yeah, I was thinking about like how I would set up a, a webcam in this situation, but I really it. don't think it's viable because it really would just be, I, I was telling Josh, it would just be me like picking my nose and fucking smoking oh, weed. It would be terrible. It adds to the experience. Like, so, uh, it's, it's character. So unprofessional. It's, it's character for the show. I'm telling you, man, it's our big hurdle before being a real big boy podcast. A big boy. <laughs> we put it on our, <laughs> put it on our underoos. We'll uh, see. Underoos. No, no, no pressure. No pressure. No, no. Lots of peer pressure. Everyone tweet at him. You see his Twitter handle there, right? So the big, the bigger, the, the bigger issue is definitely like that. My, uh, my, my living room PC setup is not ideal you're for like a, out, You're uh, like on an island, right? And there's yeah, basically, space. Basically, yeah, yeah. I'm like six feet away from my from my PC. So um, <clears throat> if you could make a Yeti work, you could make a a little web. Yeah, well, I'd have to get like I'd have to get a rig of some sort, some sort of like stand for my for I, my webcam. I put my webcam on top of like a little. It was like some dumb box I had laying around, and I did that for years. Uh, but. Yo, don't 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 blast the boxes. I have, I literally have a stack of behind bullshit Josh, behind Josh's camera right now. She's like FedEx everywhere. <laughs> There's like no, I have my old computer tower. I have like one, two, three, four, five boxes with, and then my headphone stand with the camera on it. Absolutely. See, no shame. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you're new to the Games I Guess podcast, wow, welcome. We do stuff about video games uh, sometimes, and we, we I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Ian's a game dev, as I said, Josh's voice, voice actor, and I, I'm a voice actor. I'm a game reviewer who hasn't reviewed a game in a little while. Oh, you uh, did a little one. A little, did a little oh, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that game. Just a little squirt. Just yeah, a little something, something. <laughs> you uh, lay down a little juice. I forgot to check if we <laughs> have, uh, <laughs> what did you just a little say? Old <laughs> Oh man, the added the webcam component to this is wigging me out because I now I have to look at him, like the shit he says. <laughs> He's like even more of a presence for me. Just wait till the uh, veins start popping in high definition. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Uh, so normally we talk about you know what we have kind of been playing lately. Uh, if there's something huge going on in the gaming world, we'll I don't know if we usually we talk about it. We ignore a lot of it. Um, <laughs> But no, we're just a couple of friends talking about games. Um, speaking of which, I've not played a whole lot lately. I don't know about you guys. I've been waiting for Ian to come play Destiny with me, but he's a busy boy. Uh, what have you been up to, Ian? Oh man, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Just oh, yeah. uh, busy at work and uh, and uh, yeah, just with development stuff. 
Um, I've also been reading uh, a lot recently. I, I talked to you a little bit uh, a while ago about how I was like, I was like missing getting into reading. I like, picked up a couple of novels, nice. um, but I've primarily been reading. I've been getting caught up on Berserk, which I was like halfway through and now oh, wow. about three quarters of the way through. Isn't that like quite an undertaking? Like that's a commitment, isn't it? Isn't it, it is. Yeah, it's 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 three hundred and seventy seven chapters. <laughs> <laughs> so. But again, it's it's not you know it's 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 like a manga, so it's like it's like a lot of pictures, right? So it can go by relatively quickly. Like a grown-up picture book. Um, but I don't know. I started a couple of months ago, and I've been picking away at it, so I've been enjoying enjoying that. And uh, yeah, I've been been picking away at a couple of games as well. So it's interesting. I never pegged you to to read manga, so it's interesting that you're this is the this the, Berserk is the only manga I've ever read. <laughs> With the exception of like a handful of like, you know, dime store Pokemon comics like back when I was little. Sorry, um, Josh, I had to uh had to fix your volume. I can scream. No, please go. help. Please don't. Uh so you've been doing Berserk? Yeah. Um I highly recommend it to anyone who really? hasn't read it. It's incredibly good. I, yeah. That's a hard sell for me. Just <clears throat> just kinda doing a an anime or a manga at all anime? yeah well anime, for me as well. manga i've never read a manga anime is a no no manga mm. manga manga i think it's manga i've been corrected before um it's actually manga it's like you should be happy i'm even gracing that word <laughs> with gracing with my tongue <laughs> I mean, for for me it's like it's never like i don't know there's like there's like a, an entire culture obviously that sort of appreciates like anime sort of formally like as a as a medium right as yeah. a sub medium of animation or drawing or whatever that's not really me but like there are you know stories that happen to be anime that i like you know i think the, the you know a lot of the miyazaki films are good just like good movies and then i'm a, like a big cowboy bebop fan i like ghost in the shell um cowboy bebop's one of the that? only ones that i almost gave a real chance to. I almost watched <laughs> no really um I watched the live action and never watched the the thing and I actually kind of like the live action one but I guess it's uh not good enough compared to the to the anime well here's the thing about these these ones that you know at least at least the ones that I'm familiar with it's the same deal with Ghost in the Shell right well that way that got completely whitewashed so I well Ghost in the Shell the anime right or the you know I, I believe it's a manga as well um you know is this like contemplative cyberpunk detective story that you know focuses heavily on like the the philosophical implications of technology and all of these things right and then you know my understanding is that the movie was basically a shoot 'em up right and then you know so i feel like this sort of happens a lot where you get these like contemplative properties that are sort of turned into um more sort of standard fare you know popcorn entertainment so i can like understand why that would like frustrate people um hollywood thinks we're a bunch of idiots most well, of the yeah. time so it feels like but like berserk is very similar like it's super you know it's 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 very sort of heady in its themes even though it's like a brutal badass dark fantasy um but it's also like interesting because like if you like dark fantasy uh, at all uh, and have consumed any dark fantasy media basically since Berserk came out, you've like 
literally consumed something that was directly influenced by Berserk. Uh, it's like heralded as like sort of a big <clears throat> sort of landmark in in dark fantasy. And I just got to the Elden Ring part. <laughs> So I didn't realize how directly I mean I knew that I knew that there was a lot of uh, you know Dark Souls imagery and stuff and Bloodborne imagery that was sort of directly lifted from Berserk. Fucking I didn't realize Rizani. it extended into uh yeah that man that man loves laughing all the way Berserk. to bank stealing fucking, shit. fucking uh fucking like within the first volume of Berserk the phrase Dark Souls literally appears right <laughs> um, that motherfucker <laughs> Uh, to his credit, like it's not it's not an adaptation of it's just like it's just like, you know, a lot of stealing like an artist, right? Uh, like Dark Souls is definitely independent and honestly, like they, they don't even they're not even particularly they have tonal similarities, but like if you are actually playing like a Berserk, like Berserk follows this like crazy fucking badass swordsman, which you're definitely not <laughs> in Dark Souls, right? So if you were playing Dark Souls the way that Guts like actually fights, you'd be like whipping through like hordes of fucking demons like a fucking, you know, hurricane. Um, so it is distinctive. I don't want to be one of those guys who's like, well, it's all just ripped off of Berserk, but it I, is I, pretty uncanny. I, I just wanted to <laughs> first point out that Ian is represented by his beautiful shell here. <laughs> uh, and Resident Evil 4. Uh, who's going to be playing that? Like they I will play it. I probably will not pick it up at launch. Okay, I was wondering about that. I can't afford it, so I won't be either. <laughs> Just a couple of broke bitches all <laughs> and You know how I feel about remakes, so. Josh, here's a little fun trivia fact. Josh and I, back in the day, I don't know how long ago it was now, but we created a YouTube channel called the Super Poverty Brothers. And we were we were we were going to be what was our shtick going to be? We we're just too poor to play current stuff, so that was our <laughs> yeah, excuse. Yeah, yeah we, so we just played whatever was on our shelf, basically oh. already. And I yeah. think as far as we got, we did a Saints Row. I don't think we did that on that channel. Oh, okay, but it was that was the same time period. We did some um, yeah. Orcs Must Die. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, was that some left for dead? No, yeah. no, 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 no. There was some left for dead, and Knox yeah. was involved too. I don't know if anybody on the podcast has heard of Knox yet. Maybe not. I think we mentioned him a couple times. Knox, he sent in a show. When he sent in a, a thing once. Now that we're doing webcams, we're gonna have two antisocial weirdos on the bottom, and then me and Josh on the top. The most handsomest men. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah, know no. that's that's why we get the clicks. Um. I'm, I'm excited for RE4 though. Like everything I've heard about it is positive. It I've heard one negative thing from What's that? Uh, I think I feel, I think I feel like it was GameSpot or it was it was, it was a major outlet. Someone was like, eh, "It's not as good as the other remakes." Although Resident Evil 2, that was a damn good remake. You played that? No, but I, I <laughs> watched it again. I, you know how I feel about, you know how I feel about uh, remakes. Uh, it's so much but better because that, that 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 little exchange we just had that happens all the time. But it's so much better to see it now. <laughs> like I get to see the pause in your face. Like no. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you uh, re two remake got the thumbs up from you. You watched it, you said. Yeah, yeah. I it scared the shit afraid. out of me watching it. I'm too yeah. afraid to play it. That you know, Mr. X is no joke. That's what I mean. I don't. That's the kind of shit I can't stand. Um, Although that shit created some of the best memes. 
But whoever 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 pieced that together with DMX is just like <laughs> with DMX. Uh, I forget the name of the song, but if you look up DMX, uh, Resident Evil Two or something like that, I'm sure you'll find it. Shit's hilarious. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm familiar with memes from Resident Evil. X, it's the X gonna give it to you. That's the that's the one. I wonder if I'm gonna get copyright struck because this trailer's playing. Oh, that's happened to me before. Can I like drop the opacity? That's probably I should probably do that. We're all just see through. Too late now. It's too late. The now. damage is done. We got it. <laughs> Transform. <clears throat> we now have to pay Capcom. Blending mode. <laughs> Screen. Did that do anything? That's Capcom, right? Yeah, I get yeah. Capcom and Konami mixed up all. I don't time. even see it anymore. Konami. What happened? Speaking of, of uh, which, uh, sort of tangentially related to Resident Evil, oh, yeah. I heard that Shinji Mikami left Tango. Yeah, he did. I heard that as well. Yeah, it's very interesting. He he started that company. I'm pretty sure. I'm thinking. What are you about? I don't. I it would surprise me. Uh, I never heard anything uh, about him, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Bethesda strong armed him. They were just like, "What's that? Was that rhythm game that just dropped? Was that Hi-Fi Rush or whatever?" Oh yeah, yeah. They're just like, "You you can't be making games like this," you know. That was you, very you, successful. Exactly. Yeah, they were like, "It's too good. It's too good. You can't be doing that." <laughs> Get out. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out. What's everybody's, um, I don't know, Starfield. How are you feeling about Starfield? Uh, I'm interested in it. I, I actually, you know, I, uh, I enjoy playing the Bethesda games, uh, as janky as they are. <laughs> I have really fond memories, especially of, uh, of Oblivion and Morrowind, but Oblivion in particular. I'm cautiously optimistic. And for a while there, I was really sad because like, I, I have a PlayStation, so it's not going to come out in there since they, since Microsoft owns them. And then I didn't have a good enough of a graphics card to play it on the PC. But now, hopefully, with the uh, with the one that Ian sent to me, uh, I'll be able to play it at least on decent graphics. So, although I guess you know Bethesda games really aren't known for their graphics fidelity. Not yeah, really. That is true. They do tend to be. They do tend to be like a little bit behind. Yeah. They kinda... I think Although they're probably really most good. well known for the jank. The jank. I hope there's it. still some jank. I hope that's not like totally gone. There's, oh, gotta, there's be, gotta be. Yeah. Gotta be jank. yeah. yeah. Going to, with a game this big, this any, like open. Any sci-fi game, especially if it's new. Like, I don't know. I'll give any sci-fi game a try because uh, I just love that shit. Um, I like what it looks like. I like the yeah. art that's coming out of Starfield. It's very grounded sci-fi. It's got that sort of used, battered look to it. I don't know. I haven't watched the... Because they did, what, like a handful of... I don't know, little shorts on it, right? There's like a like a trailer or some kind of a reveal that they did. There's the man himself. Todd. <laughs> Todd motherfucking Howard. What is this Where's Phillips. his jacket? Where's his badass brown leather jacket? He's wearing like a. <laughs> you know, this is Todd Howard dressed casual. 2023 Todd Howard. <clears throat> you know when saying? Todd was in school, he 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 dreamed of being like this rich like game developer, and he's like, I'm gonna get myself a badass jacket. That All those kids that bullied jacket. me. Yeah. That was his dad's <laughs> he finally jacket. said he was proud of him. <laughs> oh God. 
Um, Sorry, Todd. It's okay. I know you watch. You want to come on the show, we'll talk to you about your dad or Starfield or both. <laughs> It'll be um, like a big therapy episode. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, I hope that the tone isn't too goofy. Like, I, I don't know. Um, what's that other game that's made by the people that made New Vegas? Oh, Obsidian? Oh, Outer Worlds? Yeah, I hate the tone of that game. And I it's just very schlocky and funny it's supposed to be you know, i think it's not funny to me uh maybe that's the problem maybe i'm the problem but I, I hope starfield's not like that because i feel like that as far as niches go like sci-fi schlocky comedies is pretty well served by outer worlds um <coughs> so i don't know i hope it's yeah. i hope it's more like skyrim morrowind like elden elden ring El, elder scrolls no. i think it will be i Suspect think it will be i haven't i haven't been getting uh camp, camp yeah, hope, vibes off of it um, Outer Worlds, which I haven't played, I can't really speak to it all, but like I do know that it's... I'm just picky. Well, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I, like I, I, I understand. Uh, I definitely sympathize with annoying comedy being grating. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Speaking of which, you want to play some Borderlands, buddy? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, but they definitely made that, that sort of like, uh, you know, campy, retro, mid-century sci-fi thing part of their whole identity, which I'm not really seeing with Starfield. So I'm, I'm with you. I, and I, you know, I'm feeling yeah. confident well, about it. Crossed. Um, it's a big ass, it's a pretty ambitious, just looking at sort of what they're setting out to do. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of How ways. How long has this game been in development? Like, oh, it's a been, decade? I think it's been a more? long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a really long um, time. I don't know exactly how long. I don't know. I'm still more, I'm more looking forward to the, whatever the next, Elder Scrolls is. That's more my speed. As much as I love sci-fi, at least from Bethesda, um, I'm way more on the Skyrim side than like the Fallout 4 side. Do you guys think Fallout is like the weaker IP from them? From Just the I general. think I think that in Probably. Bethesda's hands, Fallout yeah. is definitely weaker. Yeah. I'm the worst person to ask that. I've played a tiny bit of three. I think three is the one. Three? That nuclear bomb. Three was a little. I mean, they, they, well, they all, all have it's that. all nuclear. Well, no, like <laughs> Nuketown, like that whole. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. I I got as far as that story beat in that game, and then maybe poked around a little bit more, and it was okay. Uh, but it, it, I don't know, I wasn't like riveted. And then Fallout Four to me was kind of laughable. I did play a lot of it, like it, it got its teeth into me. But I played it to the point where I was, I think I've told you this, like where I was just too powerful and I couldn't. I couldn't change the difficulty to make enemies matter. It didn't matter what they were. I was killing them with right. like my little stealth pistols. They were dying. You look and down. Like, I, I'm just too <laughs> good. I did not. Uh, I didn't play four you because I didn't try. like three. Oh, like, uh, well, maybe not. Uh, that just adds the base building you guys love so much. Yeah, well, that's that's part of it. Um, I mean, I may check it out at some point. You know, uh, uh, we'll we'll see. Um, I didn't play. I didn't like three, and therefore didn't play New Vegas for many years. My friend had to basically beg me to play New Vegas. It seems uh, like a lot of people really that, a lot of people that grew up with like Fallout One and Two really do are not huge fans of fallout in general like the new like from fallout 3 on just because of the huge switch that bethesda did with it there is a very different uh there's, there's a different uh, different tone to it for sure i've never uh, played new vegas i feel like i own it somewhere you I, probably do at this point it's been given away i think it's time. worth a look you know it, just what it does you know it, it's 
it's really good. It has like uh, like a lot of freedom. You know, you're not you're you are following a quest line, but it's more about well, that game's uh, all about like factions and exactly yeah and stuff, isn't it? It's so it's got the four is too, but it seems more open ended in New Vegas. Or like did beat you over the head with uh, base building and shit. I cannot stand that. Yeah, there's game. there's factions no. in four, but it's very like you either got this road or this road or this road, you know. And uh, New Vegas seems a lot more open ended. You can you can basically arrange you know any you know just about any coalition <laughs> that you want as long as you're not like you know pitting d direct enemies against each other, right? So like you know you can independently cultivate relationships with all the different factions, and that'll affect you know, the end game in certain ways. You can do what I did and just alienate literally everybody until you have no friends. Yeah, you t <laughs> I, I remember you telling me, like... I, like, lost the game, basically. No, yeah, that was like, my you, run. You've, like, you mentioned that you were, like, stuck in the last encounter having, like, no friends and that, like, some other faction was, like, showing up right as you were trying there was, to like, There was, like, one last faction that I could have, like, won over to my side, which is these bikers, and then I, like... <laughs> showed up to the meeting in like the uniform of their like sworn enemies. That's right. And, That's and right. ended up having to like yeah. slaughter my way out of yeah. their camp. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was there's, the end. There's legends about your character. Like Negotiations went down. Guy, he just murdered, it's just complete power vacuum because this guy came <laughs> in and murdered every single faction leader. Well, I fucked myself early on because I got suckered in by the propaganda of a faction who I ended up having nothing but disdain for, but only after I had helped them basically guarantee their victory in the end. <laughs> so like, Seeing those pictures anyway, though, New Vegas is so good. This is the point though, is that is that like that experience was completely, you know, sort of unique to my decisions uh, and was sort of properly emergent from the faction systems in the world. Um, and that's really cool. Like, you don't see that in a lot of these sort of big open world games, I feel. Huh. All right, well, that was a weird little... We didn't really talk about anything you've been playing. We just kind of went on this weird little side path. Josh, have you been playing anything? I have. What's up? Lots of stuff. <laughs> how you doing? Uh, yeah, how you doing? Um, so I've actually I got a hold of Midnight Suns, and I remember you said you didn't like it when you played it. No, no, but, no. no, uh, no. I, I, there are positives to Midnight Suns. I just think that the whole here. Let me look it up here, so can the B roll can. Yeah. Um, my thing with Midnight <laughs> Midnight Suns is that it's just goofy, man. Like you got these. It's like the real housewives of fucking Marvel. <laughs> you do like combat's cool, even for card like card style combat. It's not my thing, but it, I think it's done well in that game. But man, just something about going to book club with Captain America and he has a crush on so and so, and but oh, let's talk to Blade about it over on the side. Oh my God, did you go fishing with Wolverine? Like it's this, it's a little so, strange. Sounds so, surreal. Well, <laughs> so so I I enjoy the whole thing around the base and that, but you know me, that's that's kind of well, no, I like upgrading I, I that stuff. Want to hear but, your take? Absolutely. But I kind of see what you're saying, and I think. The mixture of the Avengers and various like well-known superheroes uh, with the Midnight Suns, aka the the Runaways, I think is what they're from. I think like so. that that group. Although although um, Ghost Rider is an interesting addition. Yeah. To that whole thing, but but they're like teenagers, right? And that's like the whole thing is that there's like this little fam familial drama 
between the teenagers because they're like kind of like a found family type. And, and like the older people, they, she's all angry because Agatha, who is apparently a good person, and that's not a spoiler because it's like right at the beginning of the game, but she's apparently a good per- person and is dead in this one. You know, it, it's... <laughs> I, remember, I don't know, uh, it's kind of weird. I didn't pay too close attention to the, the story because I remember Skillup telling me that the game is good, but you should just skip the story. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't mind it, but it is a little weird. Like and, and the weird and you mentioned about like who has a crush on I the first thing I encountered actually uh was having a chat with Blade and he had, apparently has a thing for uh for Captain Marvel. That's which it. I was like uh, <laughs> that's weird to me. I was like that's that's canon. It's a it's some fucking uh bottom shelf fan fiction material <laughs> right there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the vibe, that's the vibe it gets. <laughs> like, yeah. But but overall, I enjoyed it. the The one thing though is that I've encountered a good amount of bugs. There was a recent update recently, but I feel like it's been out long enough that these sorts of things shouldn't be happening. Like there's performance issues. Fire Axis, yeah. For, for Axis, and you know they make they make Sid Meier's games and stuff like that. They're they're well known. They make um, uh, XCOM as well. Right. Uh, but anyway, they so there's like there's performance issues. I constantly get audio glitches where it cuts out. It just straight up just stopped. At the end of my play time last night, um, there's been crashes, graphical glitches, all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing been completely game breaking or anything yet, but it's just really annoying at this point. Especially, like I said, it's been out for how many months now? When I come out in December, uh, um, so it's been out. It's yeah, been out December for a few 2nd. months. Yeah, yeah. I got a, I got code for that, and I was surprised just because it's like you know a licensed game. Uh, typically, the little guys don't get like Marvel's anything, even if it is a card game. Um, but I didn't play very long. Uh, but I, I was intrigued enough that I wanted to get back into it. Um, so maybe I'll wait a little more. Hopefully, they'll get some more patches. One uh, thing I appreciate too is the uh, they brought a, a lot of like original voices from, especially from like the '90s and before, like uh, oh, Steve really? Bloom. Yeah, Steve Bloom is Wolverine. Um, you're alone thoughts not from like the nineties, but he plays Spider-Man in the Spider-Man games that on Sony. Uh, he also plays Spider-Man in this game and I'm a fan of Matt Mercer just in general. He's like the main male protagonist. So, although it's kind of weird cause that's like all I hear <laughs> when I'm playing, but, um, but yeah, there's some good, it's a good voice cast that they at least got for that. Every time I, uh, I see some Marvel's game. I always just want to play X-Men Legends. Like, it always makes me think of X-Men Legends. Some good nostalgia, yeah. Like, I would... Man, playing with, like, you, Ian, me, and, like, I guess... Because you get have four players, right? Maybe I think not. so, yeah. That would be so fun. And people are like, yeah, they're, you know, what is the Marvel's... What is it? Alliance? Oh, Marvel Alliance. Ulti- Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate. That's the first basically Ultimate the Alliance same thing. Good. It is not the same thing, man. Something was it, X-Men Legends was special, I'm telling you. Yeah, Ultimate the first Ultimate Alliance was good, but I actually have one of the newer ones that I, I got to play with uh Keanu and Rowan and it's it's not good. Not great. Really? <laughs> it's really frustrating. I, they I mean they like it, but they don't know what they're missing, you know what I mean? So Right. Ian, did you ever play X-Men Legends? Ever? Yes. Oh, I played yeah. X-Men Legends a little bit in college, yeah. What did you think of it? I thought it was good, but I also I had no real frame of uh, frame of reference as to the the discourse around it. I still don't. I'm like not yeah. not much of a Marvel head. I love I I like I watched like 
the animated series, X-Men, the animated series Same, when I was yeah. like a little kid, a kid, right? And like Spider-Man, Batman, that stuff. That was my, like, the extent of my like proper comic book knowledge. I never like read a bunch of comics or anything. Yeah, me either. No. But um, I don't know. There was something that was really cool about those games, those X-Men Legend games. Like I, I never knew if the story was like true to some some source material or not. I just knew that the characters were cool and fun to play. Yeah. And uh, I have that memory. I think it was the end of the first game. Like you died and it was just me, but I played as Wolverine. The sliver of health. Yeah, and Wolverine's whole thing was he could like regen his health. So I was just running around for like 25 freaking minutes, just like <laughs> avoiding being hit so that my health would tick up. In, 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 it, it, it has a lot of nostalgia for us too, though. Because like, no, that was true. like, yeah. that was like right after high school and those that was like one of those times where we were like i was like over at your place we we're in this dark ass basement on oh, the yeah. couch it's great and, and hours into the night you know it's guitar like four hero in the morning too. you remember that yeah oh, oh yeah i miss guitar hero we're old we're old I, I want that back i love rhythm games oh speaking of rhythm games that's another game i've been playing not we can do it real quick because i don't know what you're doing on time here but oh, I, uh, I finally right. got 20 we're half an hour in we're, we're fine uh, I finally got um, uh, Trombone Champ. <laughs> Wait, Trombone Champ. Let's remember, I uh, I nominated no, that I for. Uh, it was in during the the games, I guess, game awards or whatever they yeah. whatever we called them. So this 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 fucking game has lore. In it. <laughs> look, at the, look at the screen, <laughs> dude. I, you should hear me play it. It's it's hilarious. He but... looks like a wee person. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what are they called? Weebos or whatever that you make uh, in your Wii, the, Wii account? Uh, the Mies. The Mies. Yeah. Mies, yeah. What'd you yeah. say? Like, a Weebo. <laughs> so what, do you yeah, of, what do you think of the trombone champ? It's fun to play, and and like I said, it's uh, it's funny too because it's just it's it sounds ridiculous when you're playing games like. It's like, like I don't even know how to explain it without you hearing it. But uh, but yeah, this game has lore to it. Like it's more than just like a stupid game where you're playing this thing. There's like there's like collectible cards that you get. There's a story about like two baboons that are gods. They're protector protectors of the treble and bass clef. There's like a, a Mozart, and then there's a, a Tom Tom. It's Mozart backwards. But basically, like one of them's evil, the other one's not, and they're trying to like combine the clefts together. Tozam, Tozam, yeah. They're they're trying to combine the clefts together to like destroy, to, to bring like chaos to music or something like that. And you <laughs> you can like you get bags of shit to create new cards with if you can't collect it like for some reason. Shit, like 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 yeah, you like in they are shit, baboons, digital right? shit, yeah. It's 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 ridiculous and it's fun and I, I it's do recommend like, it. On the trailer, it's like perfect, perfect, nice, nasty, nasty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of game is this? Uh, you should, uh, yeah, you guys. I'll play it for you guys on stream at some point. And you can uh, enjoy. All right, that's a date. <laughs> game, uh, well, games at gunpoint. Oh no, that's a game you like, so we can't do that. Speaking of, uh, how? Let's just do a you know mental health check in. On the Dark Souls progress, how you feeling, Josh? So, <clears throat> no time before. I mean, I've been frustrated. I've wondered, like, I wonder how I'm going to beat this. But no time before have I felt, like, hopeless <laughs> um, playing this game. I felt stressed. I felt angry. You know, I felt dread. Um, but I'm, for those of you that don't know and haven't watched the series, I'm in the part where... Hey, we're not even touched. caught up yet. As far he's as in the paint. Oh, 
Uh, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. In our play oh, we can session, talk about it. We can talk. About okay. It. Well, he's in, in the painted world of Arianas. Yeah, <laughs> and I am without any poison, uh, or not? Excuse me, not poison. Toxic protection because they're two toxic. different things. Um, and there's motherfuckers that toxic, toxic you. Is that a thing? Sure. Yeah. Toxic you immediately uh, if you don't get away from them in time after defeating them, and so that means that I have to a fight these perfectly to get through the the level there's or only be a handful of them it's not like there's not tons of them or be be a bitch and run through yeah so you have options is what you're saying but, but that seems so like already yeah. already it's looking less hopeless <laughs> <laughs> see mental health check-in oh. dark souls edition it's yeah. good uh, as far as um where you weren't expecting that were you just like you just found you just got to Anne Orlando and you're like, oh, this big new place. And then you get whisked away into a painting. I thought yeah. you were going to walk away from that painting. I was positive that you I had, went up, you looked at it, you were like, fuck it. You turned around. I was like, well, OK, I guess we're going on to the next thing. And then you <laughs> went fucking back and you're like, what's going on? Yeah, I thought I was I, off the hook because that's was, my that was my FOMO getting my ass in there. Yeah, because I was, I was like, oh, this Ian, is a thing. I was like, I feel bad. Cause like that place almost broke me. I almost quit the game when I got to the painted world and I was battling whether or not I should warn you or send you a hint or something. And then you didn't go there. Like you like walked away. I was like, Oh, I don't have to say shit. It's going to be okay. But then you went back. I was like, Oh no. If, uh, if it wasn't for the toxic guys, at least to the point, as far as I've gotten in there, no. it wouldn't be so bad. But huh. it's man, that's that's such a bitch. Like, cause you you can't prepare for it if you don't know what's coming. Yeah, and it's, it, I even had the opportunity, I think, yeah, you to homeward bone, because I didn't hit, touch the the the, the flame yet. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't <sighs> but because I ain't no bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's the spirit, man. That's the uh, spirit. Well. Now you're gonna get through, and uh, you know what? I bet you the toxic guys aren't even gonna be the worst thing in the painted world for you. Oh boy! <laughs> Foreshadowing. Thanks. What a what a reassuring thing you've said to me. There's there's an enemy type that I am waiting for you to encounter, and you might just encounter it here in the in the. I got harpies. I've got overzealous zombie man, and I've got toxic boys. Don't forget the rats. And, and oh yeah, and a fat rat in the basement that I walk <laughs> away from. Those bird guys really—they the, stressed me out. I remember that. Yeah, they—they can be a real nightmare. That wasn't bad, but I only fought them the one time. Right. If you get swarmed by them, they're really nasty. But um, you can sort of keep them managed. Let's see. What can I talk about? The only thing I have played recently, uh, other than some more Destiny. By the way, there was like a, a character death in Destiny, um, during the seasonal uh, stuff. <clears throat> I'm not going to spoil it for you, Ian, but uh, I don't think you're going to cry or anything, <laughs> but, uh, but they killed off a character. Damn. And I guess it's a good time to say, like, Lance Reddick, what the fuck? Like, oh, yeah. What Did a they fucking bummer. Say what happened yet? They said they said that he died of natural causes, and I'm like, if they did, I haven't seen it. I haven't gone looking I guess, for it, but I was really bummed out about that for a couple of days. Like, I'm obviously I, I'm still not. I'm not. Like, I guess they just wanted to make now. sure people didn't think he like killed himself or something like that. Right. But, and, but man, natural causes at his age, like, there's not. He's in great shape. He's a whole lot of things. I don't know. Like, I don't know. 
Hard to Appar- say what, apparently he uh, didn't go to his like premiere for John Wick. Uh, I think it was, or it was, it was one of his movies or shows that he was doing in the meantime. He he ended up not going to the premiere like everyone expected. So that was like the first thing, the first clue that something maybe was up. But but otherwise, yeah, yeah that shit came out of nowhere. Really bummed me out. And then, but there was like really cool stuff happening in the uh, in game and Destiny. Like a lot of people had like little sigils thrown uh, over by his NPC and. Yeah, it was kind of touching, you know? Like, it's one of those yeah, moments, yeah. I think back, I think it was like episode one of games, I guess, where Ian was going on this, and the music was hitting just right, too. It was like this very, like, touching music playing, and you were you were going on about how live service, there's something cool about them, and the yeah, shared, yeah, there's shared world. Cool about, like, those shared worlds. I remember seeing uh, when Carrie Fisher passed away that, uh, what was it, in the Old Republic? There were like vigils, like huge vigils on Alderaan or something. I can believe you know? that. I don't know. I haven't followed the Old Republic in a long, long time, so I have no idea if Alderaan's even a place that you. Can I may be. I may even be. I may be wrong about what game it was. No, but, that makes uh, sense. There there's was not, some sort of community. I don't think there's <clears> another live service Star Wars game going on, is there? Uh, I don't know. I, I could be so. wrong. I could be tripping right now. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, there. Are, what you got the shooters, like the uh, the battlefield games but yeah I don't, I don't see that this wouldn't nah, yeah. that's the right kind of but yeah so that's a a bummer usually celebrity deaths i kind of brush them off for whatever reason lance reddick man he was like <laughs> we were just talking about him like yeah we you were like just doing we, i work we're, we're doing um, an impression of him. we can talk about this later i guess where i guess we all played barrow trauma but josh was reading some flavor text before like on the loading screens and he was reading it in that voice. I was like, "You sound like Zavala." And then I think it was like the next day when yeah. he uh, when he passed away. Um, so yeah, uh, bummer. Uh, but as for what I've been playing beyond Destiny, I played a game called Luckily My Arm Is a Shotgun, and I'll bring that up on. I I, I made a little like a minute and a half long <coughs> video up on the YouTube channel if you want to check it out. Just gives you a little, you know, rundown of what the game is. It's a short game, but I had a lot of fun with it. Here it is. Let's go. Oh, it's not even centered. What do you know? There you go. Um, you just play as this little yellow bean guy. <laughs> you run around shooting like zombies, I guess. And there's like dead scientists laying around and they all have uh, pretty funny like text notes to find. When Fall Guys goes wrong. Kinda, yeah. Um, the only thing that was a little weird was like the the, the directional inputs. Um, so with like a, it's one of those games like if you're playing on keyboard and mouse, you don't use the mouse. You're just like WASD plus spacebar to shoot. But uh, with yeah. a controller, it's basically um, you can use the D-pad to move or the analog stick, which is nice because you can move diagonally and it's a lot easier to do that with a analog stick than with WASD. But, like, all the other buttons, like, literally every other button just shoots your gun. It doesn't matter what you hit. Um, but, no, it was great. I had a good time with it. It's made by some guy named Antonio Freyer, I think, is how you say it. Did you and finish it? I followed him on Twitter. I did, yeah. I, I 100%ed it. It's a short game. It's like, I spent an hour with it, and that was, like, I there was some AFK time in there. Um, but it just gives you, like, a little checklist of things, like... Open up the radio tower, rescue the dog, 
find parts for your boat. Are you hot? I feel like a preacher at church, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit, man, it's hitting you. Um, but yeah, luckily Mara is a shotgun. It's cheap. You should uh, check it out if you want to support indies and stuff. It's two ninety nine US. Um, absolutely, check that out. It is short, so just know what you go know what you're getting into. But it's not a garbage game. It's genuinely fun. Um, but other than that, it's just been Vampire Survivors. That's all I've been really playing in my first Oh, time. yeah. Yeah, because Josh, so more of that. last episode, you were like, I'm good at this game. I'm blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, you know, I'll go back to it. Just so me and Josh have something to bond over. <laughs> and it's I've spent, I don't know, 10, 15 hours playing this, this game. Um, I'm in uh, the fourth level now, I think. The up and down library. I don't know what the fuck it's called. I oh, the, the, it's like a... Like a spooky tower kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's less levels than I thought there would be. Um, did you get the DLC? I did, yeah. Uh, Sarah gave me permission to spend like the $2. $2? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Honestly, thank you, mommy. Yeah, it, take, it takes the sting out of not being able to get Resident Evil. Maybe a little bit. but uh, Are they charging totally full price it. for that, by the way? What, RE... Four? Four, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. I think it's 60 bucks. Uh, yeah. At least it's not 70, right? <laughs> on a console. I'm sure. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure it is on console. Yeah. Fuck. God. Everything's digital now. You don't even have to, like, pay money for to make physical copies. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. So this is unrelated, but I was thinking about this the other day. How does... Here, let me make it big. How does Beard Grizzly, our friend who has trouble with, like, certain, oh, how would you put it, graphical issues? How does he play oh, a game like this? Where it's, like when he gets headaches and shit. You know? Right, like, and he's put, like, a hundred or more hours into this game? I always thought his was more motion-related, though. Well, I mean, this whole, this whole, the whole screen turns into a, basically a kaleidoscope of death. <laughs> There's a lot of going on at the end. I'm just wondering how he, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just the art style makes it fine since there's no 3D at all. It's just flat. I'll have to ask him. We should. Get on the podcast, Beard. That's all I got. We, I played nothing Empire else. Survivors. No, it's not true. Do I played it. something called Mortal Sin. Mortal Sin. Check this game out. I don't think uh, it looks really cool, but I don't think it's like, Ian, I'm not sure it's your style of game. It's like a roguelike. Heard of this. But it, the art style is so cool. And it's just like this melee action roguelike. Yeah, that is pretty wild looking. And I, pretty I psychedelic. Yeah, I don't know what you would call that art style. It reminds me of like, of like a particular type of like sort of 70s psychedelic. Do you ever see the movie Wizards? I don't think I have, no. No? Okay. It sort of reminds me of certain certain sequences from that game, but uh, it's definitely... It's definitely it's super distinct. Cool. I wonder if it's just like a filter put on top of everything. Probably. Probably, yeah. So much you can do with uh, just like post-processing. I only played it, though, like half an hour. Um, there's like a ton of weapons. It's one of those games. It's like it doesn't care what order you do things. It t basically tells you that there's three paths... And you need to take all three of them eventually. Start where you want to start. Um, and I guess there's like a castle, a forest, and I forget what the third one is. 
And then after you're done with those three, you can, I guess, face the final thing. I don't know if it's just a boss fight or if it's something else. The uh, but, final thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but you, you find, like, corpses on the ground that have weapons. You can trade your weapons in. You're getting currencies that you can use to, like, open chests and things. Um, it has progression in between runs as well. So you're getting, like, progressively more powerful. Um, it's cool. I want to return to it. Uh, but yeah, not my style of game. Uh, I like certain roguelikes. But uh, I don't know if I'll see it all the way to the end. But uh, I, th I think just it looks cool. How much is this game? It doesn't deserve that. <clears throat> it's 20 bucks. It's only early access, too. Yeah. Mortal Sin. Made by one guy, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, look for that. Uh, anything else? Ian, did you uh, did you actually talk about something you've played? I don't remember. Uh, not yet. Uh, no. <laughs> 45 I, uh, minutes so I in. I'm so sorry. Played a couple of things. Um... I finished Ghost of a Tale, which oh. I I really loved that game. I thought it was really good. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Um, it's just got such it's 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 got so much more depth than you'd think a game its size has, which I guess is sort of fitting for a game that's about a mouse becoming a hero, <laughs> right? Like. What, uh, what would you say this kind of game is? Just like 3D? It's a stealth game. It's a like, stealth? Like hard core. stealth? There's <coughs> yeah. no like going loud option? Well, there's yeah, there's no combat at all. Oh, um, okay. I didn't know that. So it's, it's, it's exclusively stealth, either by, you know, sneaking distraction or disguise. Um, and, uh, you know, other than that, it's uh, got this sort of um it's got you know you're exploring a uh, an environment that's sort of put together like uh like a dark souls style world or a you know metroidvania although it's only really keys um there are some item based like doors to unlock but um any puzzles anything like that there are puzzles yeah um just little uh little things but it's definitely more of a it it, it draws in its quest structure it draws more from rpgs than it does uh from like a point click adventure game type deal right um so it's a lot of dialogue stuff um and like uh you know sort of delivering items to people things like that you know accomplishing tasks that they tell you it looks um, how good this game looks yeah yeah. yeah, it's very cool. Now, the puzzles that are there are are pretty, they're, they're really nice. Um, they'll, like, give you, like, a scrap of paper with some symbols on it. You'll have to figure out how those symbols translate into, you know, directing you to a secret door somewhere, right? Something like that. Um, sort of like, uh, you know, something like Red Dead's, like, treasure maps to a certain extent, although not as obscure, and the world is not as big. Thank God. Thank but it's uh and and i really i i have to stress like i was pretty blown away by the uh the quality of the writing i was like not expecting like a high high quality dialogue or anything like that but not only is the dialogue really good but there's extensive lore that you know there's like a footnote system basically in the dialogue where there are highlighted words and you can sort of access like lore information this game, this game world has like a deep and rich history, you know, uh, with, uh, you know, sort of 
individually defined nations that have a sophisticated politics between them. And a lot of what you learn about the history, you learn through the songs that your character, who is a minstrel, uh, knows, right? A lot of these songs have lyrics that describe, you know, uh, you know, epic battles or major political events or, or folklore about, you know, the, the world. Um, and they really weave it into the narrative in a way that really organically reveals the depth of the world to you in like just a really cool way. Uh, it's probably the coolest part of the game. So, did you say how long it took you to uh, to get through it? I want to say it took me about twenty hours. Twenty hours. Uh, I can tell you in a second. Game is like twenty-five bucks. Uh, That's what I thought. Wow. Twenty-five bucks is. That's such a I good price it. point. I think. That's, I mean, that's, I would say it's worth more than that. I'm surprised it's not cheap. Took me about, took me about 17 hours, 16 and a half hours to get through it. 16 and a half? Yeah. Is it, how would you say that the stealth is challenging or is it just sort of? No, no, it's very, uh, it's very intuitive. Cool. Um, it's more, it's, it's not so much about the, you know, the challenge of not getting caught as it is about deploying the skills in such a way that you can navigate around obstacles, right? So if you fuck up, it's very easy to retreat and regain stealth and then try it again, right? I, um, that's a, nothing but a good thing to me. Yeah. So. Um, cool. Was that, you said you played a couple of things. What was the yeah, oh yeah, the other thing I played, I was talking to you a little bit about this the other night, is this weird-ass game called Garage Bad Dream Adventure. Oh yeah, that one, <laughs> in which... that one upset me, just looking at it. Yeah, yeah, you, you basically play, I believe, this is based, I've only played it for a couple of hours, um, so I know very little about the premise, which is very obscure. I believe you play a disembodied consciousness who finds itself trapped in the body of a small robot um who then has to navigate a world and figure navigate, navigate this sort of nightmare world and figure out how to get out is that the thing um, that right there that is yeah that's the player character and <laughs> as you can see it all has this like really weird like i don't, I don't like know uh, like stop motion animation-y kind of feel to it like uh you know brothers quay Jan Feinkmeier type art style and it's got this really bizarre you know world so the, the robots are like, they live in obviously this sort of shanty village suspended above the sewers and they subsist by, uh, you know, fishing for crabs and frogs, which they turn into fuel. Oh, um, was that boobies? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Come on, Steam. This is for YouTube <laughs> audience. Trailer. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty out there, and it, and so the gameplay is sort of point and click adventure. Um, but yeah, but it's got this fishing system associated with it, and sort of like an RPG merchant system. There's an upgrade system for your robot body, and the whole time you're you are doing this sort of survival management thing because you have fuel and you have ego, and those things need to be constantly managed. Um, if you run out of fuel, you obviously stop being able to move. And if you run out of ego, you stop being able to have conversations, which I thought was a really interesting, that is interesting, uh, approach to the economy. Now, so far, the only, I did have to restart very early on because I literally blew all my money on like one upgrade that I couldn't actually afford. And then I had no money to buy fuel with. 
but then I like restarted immediately. I was like, okay, I, I understand what this game is trying to do. And so far, I have not run into a situation where the uh, the survival mechanics have been, you know, prohibitive. Um, that said, it's very, very weird, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, definitely not for everybody. But it's apparently, like, it was sort of a lost game for a while. It's like Tim Burton like snorted some cocaine and then read, and then looked at like an H.R. Geiger inspired movie it's, and yeah, was like, it's "I'm like gonna make it." Tim Burton meets like fucking Johnny Five, <laughs> you know, it's like Short Circuit. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's very. Um, I mean, it, the the guy who made it is like a Japanese surrealist artist, so that's definitely the vein of it for sure. Um, but yeah, I've been in, I've been enjoying it, uh, it nonetheless. Nineteen weird. American dollars and ninety American cents. That's a very strange. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, that's. A, I, my... I, yeah, I got it. I picked it up. It was on sale uh, in the last Steam sale, and I grabbed it then. Um, I don't remember exactly how much. It, it had been on my radar for a while. And I just I sort of kept forgetting about it. Um, I remember seeing like I don't know some headline that was like. This weird point and click adventure game from the '90s is now available. Like, <laughs> it looks like a that's lot of like, work went into the art. Yeah, I'm sure it, it, it did. Didn't you? Didn't you say something that, that someone had like salvaged it, like saved it from being gone forever? Basically, I believe so. It was basically thought to be lost media, I believe. Um, and then, like, some fans like found like a hard physical copy of it at auction. And I believe reverse engineered an emulator for it in Unity and then went through the legal hoops necessary to release it. I guess contacted the original creators and whatnot. So it's, uh, yeah, it's sort of a, a very cool story of, uh, of game restoration, I guess. There you go. So. What was the name of that one? I lost it already. Garage Bad Dream Adventure. Garage Bad Dream Adventure. <laughs> what a yeah. fucking name. <laughs> you always find like these weird obscure things to play and talk about i always appreciate that did you say too that the uh to refuel you basically have like this weird sex with it's sex yeah, yeah. No, se like <laughs> like refueling in this in robot culture is like the equivalent of sexual intercourse so basically you you collect crabs and you put the crabs in the stomach of the female robots and they generate milky fuel which you then stir with your output shaft mm. and then they deliver the milky fuel to your fuel tank <laughs> through their breasts. So that's how you do it. Yeah. No. It's pretty out there too. Like uh, I've been having kids the wrong way, man. <laughs> Honey, date night tonight. <laughs> uh. So yeah, it's uh, it's 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 something else. <laughs> And the the only other thing I've really been playing, we played Baratron, which we should definitely talk about. Yeah, and then the other the thing big, is my the big one we're talking my about. indie shout. So I don't remember what order those come in. If we do it, indie shout, uh, and then cover doesn't story. usually matter. Um, let's do our big talk about Barotrauma. Yeah. Uh, you stole the steam right out of me. Sorry. It's okay. I don't care. <laughs> That's his one thing, Ian. Come on, I'm useless. Well, I wasn't sure. You all know? I do is make these overlays. <laughs> That's all I do. Uh, Bear trauma. Okay, so I got a I got a key for this too, actually. So thank you to the dev for that. Um, hopefully, this is not a protected trailer that's going to get us nabbed 
but um that was the plan all along now they're gonna take <laughs> yeah they're like the oh, money well, from this video let's, let's take those 90 views he's gonna get and steal his three cents <laughs> um i'm looking at the trailer now by the way if you can't tell when i'm looking this way that's a monitor i'm not just like ignoring everything you, you guys are saying thinking he Look, he there's josh, right there. there's the josh right there music <laughs> uh, sorry so Baratrauma, how would you describe this game? It's like a 2D Jesus. It, it's it like reminds horror, me it's, it's like yeah, it's like a 2D what? Like it, it's it's a rogue light for sure. Survival there's, horror rogue light, right? There's a little bit of FTL influence in there, but it really it Not reminds really. me a lot. I really don't feel the FTL well, it's, influence. Just the it's well, just we, like a sub submarine cut, We didn't customize know. that all really. And that's that's a big yeah, part I, of it. I guess. Yeah, but I might misremember FTL as well, but I remember FTL had this whole thing about like manning stations and the different classes of people had to man different stations. That's sort of what reminded me. I might be I might be misremembering too. Like that's yeah, I don't yeah because it's not multiplayer or anything like that. Well, Um, no, you like manage the crew, right? You have to like you have your like crew, and they I thought they had skills, but maybe they don't. But there's um, it reminds me a lot of a game called We Need to Go or We Must Go Deeper. We Need to Go Deeper or something like that, which is a 2D, 2D game where you're in a submarine with a bunch of other friends that are playing. And you go down and you try and find, you know, you're you're going to different places and trying to find treasure and fending off sea monsters and trying to go as deep as you can. But this is a lot deeper. This is a lot. It, you could just stop there. This is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's it, the the learning curve on this is. It's is intense. drastic yeah. <laughs> um man because we sort of we got together you know to, to hop on and give it a try and we're like should we do the tutorial it's like nah we can nah. figure it out but we got like a hundred years of gaming experience between us like we can do this and holy shit man i still don't think that we know what we're doing we've had no. like two sessions well it just it just it just creates situations of cascading crises like that's <laughs> that's its core gameplay loop right I have spent most of my time, I feel, uh, either hexed because I died and came back to life, so I'm useless. Like, all my skills are, like, 75% uh, less effective than my baseline, or just dead, where I'm waiting to come back to life. I think there's two types of people that play this game. There's the people that take this really, really seriously and, like, do everything. Like, there's one thing that, that is really intimidating to me, and that's, like, rewiring a bunch of stuff to, like, make it more efficient. Yeah. Because that's the thing that you can do, apparently, but I have no idea how it works. So there's people that take it really seriously and probably have, like, a well-oiled crew. You know, it just <laughs> runs perfectly. And then there's the other group of people that are just trolling. The, the Because you can have, like, traitors in the game that will sabotage your ship. Imagine I guess the mastery, on though. Imagine the yeah. mastery of this game that you would need to be a troll, you know? Because I can barely just exist yeah. on yeah, the sub. Among Us here. Like, right. like. There's PvP as well. Like, There's like a whole PvP mode where your objective is to find the other submarines in the ocean and sink them, um, which is interesting. But That's essentially, awful. there's... What, you're in a submarine with limited resources, right? Everybody's and everything is breaking. Yeah, and everything sort of deteriorates over time. And not even over time. It's like things just break. <laughs> because, instantaneously. Yeah, like I played a... Uh, what was I? I was the reactor guy. I don't forget what that that position is called. And it was my job <laughs> to, to <laughs> the monitor... The reactor guy. It was, it was my job to monitor like the overall power output 
of the uh i guess a nuclear reactor that we had in the the sub and i have to power the reactor as well with these like nuclear fuel rods but if you put too much in then it overheats and if it overheats then fires happen and it's just like this fine balance and then like every fucking air conditioner or vent or whatever that breaks it's supposed to be my job to go around and fix it um but then there's like josh who's like the mechanical fixer-upper guy you're what the is it the engineer is that what it's called you're 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 the engineer i'm, I'm the, the mechanic engineer. you're the mechanic the, the mechanic part you, you're basically responsible for the engine the oxygen machine and uh so, and the pumps outside of that your your big job is basically uh fixing any holes that happen on the ship because you have the welder yeah so you 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 patch any <laughs> any holes on the ship you you got the your big job is basically staring at the nuclear reactor all day and yeah, make like you said trying to do that but then but the, the it makes it hard because there's there's like fucking 20 different electrical panels like you said that yeah. constantly go if any like drop of water hits it it's like oh shit i'm smoking boy <laughs> and, and if one breaks like it's not like it makes intuitive sense like there's a basement with like six or eight of these basically breaker boxes and each one of them has wires of different colors going out to different crucial systems around the ship so like if this fucking thing breaks and i don't get to it then you know ian's upstairs trying to navigate the sub and now his screen won't turn on or you know whatever the hell some water pump or the shit pump. just plummets right. <laughs> just stops dead and or plummets like a rock we thought maybe because we sucked at first or, well we still do but like we sucked extra hard at first and we thought you know maybe uh maybe if we get a bot you know maybe, the, maybe that's the, maybe that's the trick but this bitch just like because ian's trying to to be the guy who's driving the submarine and she would just take the controls anytime he would walk away and she she had she, the balls to complain about it too like yeah. there should only be one person staring <laughs> so it's like you are an ai you have no actual volition meanwhile she's yeah. crashing us into a yeah. into a mountainside yeah and uh so like the first time i killed her with a screwdriver because i didn't <laughs> i didn't know there was like a safe or a more you could arrest her yeah, yeah. but eventually we ended you up threw her into the pump, into the sub pump basement. Yeah, she just laid down there in a three inches of water, <laughs> dead. Um, but there is something cool about this game. Uh, I do keep thinking about it. Um, I but it's mostly one of those it's in a way that's like, oh man, I wonder what it's like to be good at this. That's <laughs> like the thing. Wonder, that's yeah. the thing. I, I bet if you could get to that point. The game would be awesome because like if you're just running and you're just like i gotta do this and and you get this really nice sub and you're just running at like a well-oiled machine i'm and, sure it feels great but at the yeah. same time wow that's a that's a hard sell i think like if you want to play this with three friends i can't the imagine. ragdoll physics you though would, yeah oh it's hilarious we, that's part of the reason I don't think we we took it seriously in the beginning because we like the first thing we did was a ragdoll and we're like oh shit it's one of these games you can do like I'm still not over the ragdoll man oh no <laughs> I have footage of us like the first couple hours and there's some great moments there I wanna I wanna cut something together I I think I'm gonna make a video about this um I wanna put some more time into it but it, man it's just it just seems like such a hard sell to me to be like hey I got this game and it's what thirty four bucks 35 bucks something like that holy shit is it yeah 34.99 um and it seems like such a hard sell to be like hey three friends of mine spend you know 35 dollars on this game that you need to like it's not easy to, <laughs> to get to the point where you're just 
functioning at a bare baseline. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's the appeal. Maybe it's just appealing to a very niche audience. Um, but I think for the people that dig it, I think it's it's probably Game of the Year material for those kinds of crazy people. Um, I'm surprised that I suck at it as much as I do because I usually love games where everybody has a job and you have a, you know, you have time to shine and be good at what you do. And no one ever told me that there was a possibility that my job would, I'd be like the worst person in the world for my job. Nobody prepared me for that. But, uh, yeah. Well, it doesn't, it, I mean, too, with our small crew and being that there's like, what, five or six different positions, <laughs> you know, we end up having a, to, to do all different jobs, even on top of our own. Right. And, and and if anyone goes down, like when we did that one mission in, where we had to go to the base and turn on the uh, the sonar. Yeah, for the beacon. I, like, you that guys ended up getting killed, and I had to, like, clutch it, kind of, even though not really, no, because at the end our shit you fucked own up. own it, own it. You clutched that shit. You and I were <laughs> yeah, dead. You got, you got robbed by the game. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. It bugged out on the stairs, and I, yeah, yeah I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. But, like, this is but the kind of game, if stressful. you notice, you're the one who keeps making the biggest leaps and bounds forward for us as a team. Like you're the one who's sort of discovering how things work. And at least for me, I'm paying attention to you because I feel like you don't necessarily play games like this, but I think you have the mind for these kinds of games. Like, like I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, it's the, very manage, management-y. Management, sort of, yeah. yeah. Um, so now I've been sort of following your lead, which is interesting. I, I still don't think I'd ever be able to do the captain, even after the what? tutorial. So suspect, more power to Ian on that. Thanks, well, first of all, I'm not even able to be the captain. I am the security officer so that we can access the guns. <laughs> uh, the driving is definitely, it's it's something. Uh, I don't know, maybe it, gets, maybe it gets better once you have a higher skill in it. But I also feel like, you know, like, yeah, maybe maybe it does feel great when, you, when you're, like, on top of everything and have, a sh you know, uh, the ship running perfectly. Um... But I'd imagine that like feeling on the back foot is like pretty important part of the sort of survival horror element yeah. of this game. That, that oh. like if you're feeling overwhelmed by the systems, that's like when things go downhill in this game, it goes down fast. Like oh yeah, it it, it, it dominoes, <laughs> and you're just like oh shit. Like as soon as as soon as some, like one of those monsters breaches the boat, that just all hell breaks loose because then the water destroys everything. So you're trying to fend off these bitches in the middle of trying to swim in the water, trying to have enough oxygen to do that while fighting them off, and trying to repair holes and all the systems keeping the ship alive. Uh, we haven't even really seen what progression looks like in this game. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. none of yeah. us have actually earned a talent point yet. Uh, and there's we're and there's crap like i said there's there's the the customization on on the sub we never really got into because we need the money we need uh the talent progression um, <laughs> and, and we need to learn how to probably do the more advanced shit at some point like the wiring to yeah. make things more efficient that just scares me because that's yeah. technically me and i don't that just terrifies me maybe we should trade didn't you say we could trade you don't have to. Right? <laughs> I, I I I think I understand the nuclear and the nuclear power part of it, but the wiring. Once maybe we get to Ian, okay, well, you know what? Ian can pick captain, and we can just buy guns from somewhere else. It's not like we're making good use of the guns. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe having a captain would be better. I don't. I have no idea. 
That's true, because as soon as the things get on board, it's, I mean, we're fucked anyway. It's just fucking over. Are you kidding? Yeah. I mean, I mean, from the sounds of it, too, it might be worth, like, the next time we play, sitting down and being like, okay, let's just figure out the wires together. Because it does sound like the wires, like, Casey, you were describing yeah. the eight different power boxes, right? Yeah. But if we can get that set up so that you knew exactly what each power box was responsible for, that would probably make your job feel a little yeah. better. But then, I, then I'm the guy holding everybody. Like, we got to walk through it together and hold hands. Like, okay, this Well, why not? I mean, it seems like... It's blue wire. It That's seems like a valuable, a valuable skill to have. I feel like... Hey, I feel like... I mean, if Josh doesn't want to do it, that's fine. But I feel like Josh could be the guide. Josh could teach you and me how the... How the wires work. You know, he could be our, <laughs> our Yoda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's do that. I'm Short, down. I'm down for fuzzy that. Fuzzy green guy. As long as I'm not... I don't know. As long as I don't feel bad. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like learning is uh, is a part of progression in this game for sure. So I, yeah. I wouldn't see it as a hold back. I think too sure. that once you once it starts sort of clicking into place, it probably makes a huge difference. Uh, it probably cascades and snowballs from there. I would imagine yeah. anyway. Um, I love when a game makes you figure it out. Uh, this one, I feel like it takes longer than most. Um, maybe even outward, like outwards. Also, one of those games is sort of. But the you know the good thing is with it. The good yeah. thing is, as slow as it is, as as the learning curve is, as steep as it is, it still feels like every time we play that we are at least learning something. We're getting a We're little getting bit better further. session to session. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's only been two, but yeah, but like even in even within the sessions, like we we completed a thing and then got destroyed, or the bug fucked us up. Right. And then we ended up completing two or three missions in a row, I think. And granted, they were kind of easy, but like we didn't blow up or anything. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, so so it, it feels like we're we're moving in the right direction at least. It's one of those paralyzing games where you're just sort of swamped with choice. It's like there's like four different vendors, and they all sell ninety things. And yeah. What what do I need? Not to I, mention the factions. Right. There's factions. There's like crafting, uh, down to like crafting ammunition, crafting medical supplies. Like every little thing on the on the sub, you can basically mess yeah. with, except for like the actual so it's a gel lot. In the sub. If you're overwhelmed, it's a lot. So I would say it's it's a risky buy if you're the kind of guy who's like, oh, I'm gonna pick up four copies for me and the bros. <laughs> like I don't know, you might want to check with the bros first. Um, but I don't know if you can get that that core group of weirdos together. I think you could probably have fun with this. Someone, someone make that meme. Me and the bros at 4 a.m. And but instead of like, it's them doing the guys worm. with beans. They're doing, yes, the they're doing a worm, and one of the guys drowning in the water. It's me stuck in the ladder, like. Uh. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Don't clip that, whoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, I did it for you. Thank you. No, it's gonna be a compilation of the two of us doing it at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Casting spells and yeah. shit. So that's Barotrauma. We're probably going to end up talking about it again. Like I said, I want to make a video on it, but it's one of those things where it's like, I can't, in my in good conscience, I cannot review this game because I feel like such a scrub. I um, cannot. Yeah, so. Uh, maybe one day. But uh, I do like it. And it's got a vibe for sure. Um, I don't know if the enemy... I've seen in the trailer that was just playing... There's like it looks like that. there's a giant. Yeah, there's like a bunch of enemy enemy types that we have not encountered yet. So man, great. 
you know, like fantastic. The, the, the initial ones are pretty bad. Yeah. They do a lot of damage. I mean, maybe the bigger subs are more durable, but damn. Yeah. It's like I'm, two hits and they're in. And I'm over here just like swinging a screwdriver. <laughs> doing like a 30 second of their health with each swing. <laughs> um, but yeah, Barotrauma. Check that out if uh, if it sounds like something you might like. Um, so in Indie Shout, we do a thing. Every episode where we, we shout out an indie game, uh, it's called the Indie Shout. We take turns doing it. Last time it was Josh. This time it's Ian. Ian, what do you got, man? Shout it. My Indie Shout is a game called Duskers. Duskers. Ooh, I, I know found It was free on Epic. I had not heard of it before. I know um, when was it? For, oh, like recently or just? A couple of years ago. It was free like a week ago, two weeks ago, maybe. Oh, I missed it. That's a bummer. Duskers. Yeah, um, so Duskers is on paper not really my kind of game. It is a roguelike drone management game, <laughs> basically, uh, where you, uh, then, but the, the fantasy is sort of where it all comes together. You are uh, uh, the last man in the universe, uh, and you are exploring uh, derelict spaceships trying to determine uh, what happened. Um, and to stay alive, which involves uh, collecting fuel and scrap to maintain your drones and your ship. Um, so basically, in a given, it's it's a roguelike, a roguelite, I guess, in that, uh, you know, it's got this sort of procedurally generated galaxy with procedurally generated derelicts that you can explore. Uh, when you die, you die for good and you start the game over but i believe you keep the like intel that you've collected the data logs and stuff that you collect um i'm not sure because so far i have managed to survive i think 50 some days without dying yet so we'll see uh, Is that how the that gameplay goes. like this like sort of like Yep, it's all in this terminal, right? And uh, and it's got a command line similar to GTFO, which oh, I cool. always like. Um, that's how you sort of control the... You, you can take direct control of the drones one by one, um, but it's more efficient to uh, sort of give them commands through the command line and have them sort of do stuff simultaneously and automatically, which I'm not great at yet, but I'm getting better. Um, as you explore, there are all sorts of threats, too. Uh, so there are, like, there's an, an unspecified sort of swarming entity that, you know, can be on these ships. Um, and as far as I know, if you, like, if, if one of them, you know, if a, if a swarm of them get in the room with your drone, it's just, like, instant drone destruction. You just lose the feed to that drone and it's dead. Hmm. Um... So uh, you basically have to use like motion sensors and stuff like that to determine what's in the next room. You have to deliver power to different parts of the ship. Um, there can be things like, you know, I think like hull breaches and radiation leaks and stuff like that. An asteroid can hit a derelict while you're exploring on it. Um, but it's like, oh man, the best way I could describe it is that it's sort of like it's a little bit like Minesweeper, right? In that you sort of move between rooms and you do your sort of motion sensor to determine where the threats are relative to you. But sometimes you get imperfect information about that and have to sort of deduce what's safe and what's not. Um, and if there's like, 
a swarm of enemies in one room. You can like open a door and that'll sort of let them move freely between different rooms. You can like lure them into rooms with gun turrets or lure them into a room with an airlock and open it on them and oh, like cool. jettison them from the ship. Uh, it shit like that. Like so it's, it's hard. Is it a difficult game? Uh, so far, I found the 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 curve to be pretty nice. It also like it sort of lets you manage your risk um, really well. So like maybe I'll go you know get uh, you know find you know a small ship and be able to explore it very easily and very comfortably very quickly. Um, or you know maybe I will uh, you know get like a class A space station that's like massive has tons of fucking rooms and I don't even have the resources to like you know, explore and, and the further I get into it, the higher the risk becomes to keep going, but you know, for the potential reward. But if I want, I can just dip out. But maybe that means that I have to go without, you know, finding more fuel this run, right? Hmm. So yeah, uh, and I would imagine I've only sort of, I've only played it for a couple of hours and I believe that the whole game is like 30 some hours, right? Do you think, so, do you think Josh would like this game? He might, yeah. It's it's got some serious atmosphere to it. It looks like he has thoughts. What what are you thinking, Josh? No, I I've heard of this game for a while now, and I have, I think I own it on like multiple platforms, but I've never played it. Um, I I'm interested, but the the turnoff is the command line because that's like something. Uh, I feel like as far as a learning curve goes, it's that's where it's going to be at for me. It's not um, that bad. It literally will. It, first of all, it'll auto complete commands for you. Uh -huh. um, well, and do you have all, like a list of commands that are valid? You do. Yeah. Okay. Because you, you can do like help uh, to to find uh, information. Because there's like there's games that are like that. Even like the old school like text adventures and stuff like that. Where you just kind of have to be like, uh, I guess this might work. And then no, try. no, no. That's not the challenge of the game. It, you know, when you find a certain type of interaction, it'll like when you when you come up upon an item or an interaction point in the world, it'll give you like the recommended command in order to you know interact with it and stuff. Okay. Um. So you know, it really becomes a sort of you know flavor thing. Now I can imagine that there are definitely situations where it could get very tense and you could be like clacking away very urgently. <laughs> um. You know, but I don't think it would be the command prompt that would be the uh, the real source of, uh, you know, alarm there. And what it's tense, you know, it's tense to as you like sort of try to, you know, navigate around and manage your resources and not get, you know, destroyed by whatever these like alien. When it, when it gets tense like that, though, and you have to like type quickly, how much time do you have? Because that's another thing. Like, if it's you have not to, like... really tense like that, unless you fuck up, unless you've got like got, unless you like left a door open and now there's like monsters in the next room, right? Okay. Then you're gonna be like, oh shit, like close the door real quick. But that all you have to do is type in like D12, right? And then the door will close, right? Okay. Um, if, if that's the ID for the door, right? Um, but like the tension doesn't really come from having to act quickly. It comes from having to determine with imperfect information what the next right move is. Mm. And you're just like, you know, okay, fuck. I've done my like motion scanner here. I've got, you know, two rooms and both of them have inconclusive like motion results. Maybe there's a monster in them, maybe there's not. Like, you know, what do I do? How do I navigate this, you know? And maybe I've only got, you know, whatever, like, 
you know, four motion sensor, you know, launches left, right? So I've got to, like, figure out how I'm going to, like, get this threat dealt with while I can track it. Stuff like that. Just looking at some of the reviews for it. It seems like it's been received pretty positively. That's cool. I've never played anything really like it before, um, specifically. Like, it's definitely got uh, elements that I associate with roguelike stuff, but... uh, the, the core like fantasy is uh, pretty unique, at least among what I've played. When are we trying Pulsar? Is that I still on know. our radar? I have it still. Yeah, I think you got it for me. I did, yeah. I got it for you a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Watch so we, were, we were waiting for Ian, and Ian's like, eh, I got better shit to do. Run through this uh, spaceship as alarms and sparks are going off. Sounds great. This is another one of those games where people have jobs like captain, scientist, weapons guy, etc. Hopefully it's not as fucking... I don't know. It's going to be Barotrauma all over That's what I mean. Hopefully it's not quite as abusive. I feel like Barotrauma is abusive. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That sounds bad. Drive the sub! Yeah, really. uh, I just remember, you know, like... (laughs) Turning the sub on, and all of a sudden, like five alarms are going off, flames are erupting <laughs> yeah, on the floor underneath yeah. of me. I'm <laughs> at the point now where when I have to refuel the reactor, every time I put a, uh, a rod in, I just put it in, walk to the fire extinguisher, and wait. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I do. And I need it every time. It's well, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to manually adjust it as it... As oh, it... I have. I have. It's... I get it. I get it. It says to keep the needles in the green. Right. It doesn't seem to work. Like the needles are in the green when it catches on fire. So I, I don't. I don't understand. We need to bring on a barotrauma expert, devs of the game. If you're for some reason watching this, uh, come on the on world, the, show. the world's utmost barotrauma expert. Yeah, come on to the show. Teach me how to how to run your freaking reactors. Uh, but yeah, you can reach out to them. Yeah, we could. Unless they're in a different country, then it's going to be hard scheduling-wise. But <laughs> You're like, Fuck them if they're not Americans. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, is that it? Are we done with the show? Do we have more? What's going on with us? We have no patch notes. I specificially asked for them last episode, and I even put out a, a tweet today. God we, we damn We have it. been wholeheartedly yeah. rejected by not only our community, but all communities. We've been excommunicated. How does it feel? From the podcast community <laughs> and the gaming community. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what it is. It's a sad Fuck thing. it. Fuck it. Josh, you have any questions for me? <laughs> Do you have any patch notes questions? Uh, how's your third nipple? Uh, you're not supposed to talk about that publicly. Uh, my bad. It's okay. Ian, how's your third nipple? Up. Perky. Perky! (laughs) As always. (laughs) Oh, God. I guess that's it. Do we have any announcements? Anything going on? It's just more Dark Souls. Uh, um, I guess some housekeeping shit. uh, I just did another podcast with Jeeves. Episode 2 of the Final Fantasy 7 OST Deep Dive. That's up now. Uh, Dark Souls, Josh. We just put a new one up the other day. There's a new one coming up. Uh, Monday and then throughout the week I'll add more 
as I get to them. Um, anything else? More Dark Souls next week. No podcast next week. Yeah. Just stay subscribed. Follow everybody. Um, oh, we should do the music thing. How do I do that? Is it this? You can find everything you need to know about this show at, uh, what's the, I guess, games on Twitter. Josh is over there on Twitter at Joshinya. You can see it's spelled right there on the screen. Ian's also there at Discreet Infinity, though he hasn't tweeted in, I don't know, a blue moon. Um, <laughs> if you want to send us any questions, comments, concerns, ideas, anything you want, send that to uh, gamesiguesspodcast at gmail.com. Um, send us uh, patch notes questions. There's a link tree link uh, down below or over wherever the links are. Click on that. Send us a question so that we could actually have that segment back on our show. That'd be great. Um, you can send those on Twitter as well if you really want to. Uh, anything else? I think that's it. Uh, have a good week. Oh, wait.